Even before the COVID pandemic happened, I've begun to notice that people were getting a little weird. Little things like being able to look people in the eye when speaking had become awkward or the endless number of business emails to new people that didn't have punctuation. There were people who were new to me who were trying to do things with me and I'm like, don't you even know how to email? People seem to struggle with connecting with other people. So I decided to bring up what I've been noticing because we've just spent a solid year fighting a pandemic. Basically, an entire year where we were, depending on where you live, under lockdown, we've basically avoided close physical proximity to other people as much as we could. And let's face it, you guys are weird. We've all gotten weirder. In this short episode, I'm going to talk about the two skills that you have to work on moving forward. These two skills will help you at work or grow your business if you're an entrepreneur. Finally, developing these skills will also help you in making connections with people on a personal basis. In order to go to the show notes, go to michelleismoneyhungry.com backslash soft skills and people skills. Again, that's michelleismoneyhungry.com dot com backslash soft skills and people skills. Don't forget to grab my do it ugly toolkit today. Perfect always gets in the way of done. If you're looking to get started on your blog, podcast or other digital components of your business, be sure to grab that kit. skills everyone needs to develop are, I'm really hoping you paid attention to the URL that I just shared. But if you didn't pay attention to that, I'm going to share what they are. They are soft skills and people skills. In my view, actually, soft skills actually should have improved during the pandemic because we've been communicating primarily by email and social media. And Weirdly enough, I don't think that's happened. And the reason why I think that is because we've caught people using the bathroom during Zoom meetings, people have gotten feral, and people understandably have become a lot more uneasy around others. I totally get it. But as our vaccine numbers go up and we move more aggressively towards what we would consider almost normal, we need to all have this conversation. People have gotten weird, and this may be blocking their growth, your growth, both personally and professionally. No, you do not need to be an extrovert to manage connections with people better. There are just some things that you need to be aware of and consider. So I want to share this. So my business has grown during COVID, even though I shut down several parts of it. So I have several different revenue streams for my business. And I actually stopped working on about a third of them because I just didn't have the energy, but my business still grew. And I bring this up because the number one reason my business grew, even during the Corona is because of my network. In episode 131, I actually discussed why financial allies are so important. But what I didn't share was how I fostered those connections to the point where they were sharing opportunities with me on a regular basis. So I wanted to share what I did. So first of all, I met people where they were at, literally and figuratively. I met people 
either at in-person events such as conferences, meetups, or even online. Last year in particular was very interesting because everything was online. And so I just met them where they were at. Likewise, I also met people where they were at in terms of the timing of their business. So some people are doing much better than I am. Some people are just getting started. Some people are kind of where I'm at in terms of revenue and media and that kind of thing. And so I just meet people where they are and it's a beautiful thing. I don't promise what I can't do. I think this is huge. (laughs) I've made the mistake one time and never again. So for example, I don't promise to contact people or hang out or any of those things, especially now because I only have so much energy. What I try to do though is be consistent wherever it is I'm able to show up. And so that's why this podcast actually is so important to me. It's something I can show up for on a weekly basis. It doesn't take too much energy and you get to hear my thoughts, so on and so forth. However, there are other places that I show up as well. I support people without expectation. A lot of the people that I've met online, uh, especially as online content creators, they're doing really cool things. And I like sharing what they're working on and just keeping it, just doing that. The reason why I do that is because the more eyes on their projects and businesses, the better it is for them. It's a win-win. In some cases, if it makes sense, I also will invite people onto my podcast or share their work with the people who follow my platform, or I'll just shout them out on social media or talk about them in person. And for that one in particular, um, say for example, it's a Colorado local business and I'm talking to other people who I think could really benefit from, from that business I'm checking out or whatever, I'll let them know. Likewise, if it's a content creator that I know and I'm you know, talking to some other person, like, Hey, get to know this person. Anyway. So I just do stuff and share them in person. I contribute what I can. So I think sometimes people may feel like they have nothing to offer to other people or for other people you do. So what I do is I just forward opportunities that I hear about to other people and specifically tailored opportunities. And by this, what I mean is I don't, share all kinds of randomness with people that aren't going to really get them in front of a result. And a result would be a yes or the possibility of a yes. I'm thoughtful about the opportunities that I share with other people with the idea that I'm sharing something that I know that they're qualified for, or maybe they hadn't considered and that I believe that they totally could get a yes to. And recently I did that and some with a client with a big project. And so there are a number of people who are onboarding for this project that I referred them to with this huge client in the personal finance space. And I feel really good about it. I also got affiliate income, (laughs) but I would have referred them anyway. So it was like a win, win, win. And I think that's something to consider that sometimes there are things that you can share that other people may not have heard of. So contribute where you can. And it could, again, be a grant, a job lead, or just support someone by reaching out if you feel like you can tell that they're struggling. So recently I had a conversation with someone that I could tell was really frustrated about how things were going. And I felt like, you know, I've been there before. Let me reach out to them. And it was a great conversation. They really appreciated someone noticing that they were frustrated. And so 
I enjoyed um, having the conversation with them and they really enjoyed the support. Now, here are some ways to meet and foster connections with other people. So COVID has been crazy. I hope to never, ever, 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 ever again have to deal with a pandemic in my lifetime. And since they seem to happen every hundred years, like huge pandemics, I think I'm good. That said, I've made a number of new connections throughout the year and strengthened previous connections this year as well. So I thought I would share some things that I've noticed from the process that I used. So coffee shops are a great non-judgmental place to meet new people. I actually had a really interesting conversation with a couple today, actually, about all kinds of things. Some of the conversation got a little heated, but it wasn't bad. It was a really good exchange of ideas. It was really fun to meet new people. And I don't need to agree with everything with other people, by the way. But I like coffee shops because it's a place where people gather, right? Where you sit and you enjoy the sunshine and you sip on a tea or coffee or matcha or whatever you're doing and you you're relaxed and i think that's the key you're relaxed so there's a lack of tension around any kind of conversations typically or engagement that you may have with another person in that space there are a lot of puppies right now because everyone in my neighborhood seems to be adopting puppies you know getting dogs so that's really funny because they're so cute and everyone's like oh there's a puppy so sometimes it's a very easy in to start a conversation with someone new. Don't be weird about it though. Like if it doesn't feel natural to you to just randomly have a conversation with someone, don't do it. And this, I should say, depends on where you live. So in some parts of the US, what we do in Colorado is way too friendly and weird and just, whoa, like let's not do this. So don't do it, okay? Do it in a way that, connect with people in a way that makes sense. So it could be that it's your baristas that you're having conversations with. And I love my baristas. Actually, my barista today gave me a croissant because I was there at the end of the day and they're like, you're gonna, we're gonna throw these out and they're freshly made. So it's not like it's been in the, um, the, the case like for a week. And so I got delicious, fresh pastry, but I also am there all the time. I tip them all the time. I feel no guilt about this whatsoever. Anyway, and I give them a lot of publicity. My point is coffee shops are a great place to meet people and make a point of writing down the names of the people you meet. The reason why you do this is people love to be remembered. Write down their names. You're writing down their names because it'll help you to remember who they are. Not only of the people that you meet, like the other guests, but also of the staff in particular. So anywhere that I go, especially if it's a restaurant or a coffee shop, I know the names of the staff always because people want to be seen and should be seen for the work that they're doing. Socially distant meetups are still happening. And I've actually even attended some meetups that are being held outside. In fact, I attended one yesterday. I just make sure if it's one outside that I'm very far from the other people and I keep my mask on. If you are not about to meet people in person, even masked, totally fine. There are Zoom meetings and I am aware that they do take a certain type of energy. Zoom meetings in particular have been a huge part of growing my business for years 
prior to COVID. So I was doing like many people, Zoom meetings all the time before COVID ever started. So because I was doing that and meeting with people and exchanging ideas, it was a great way to grow my business. And you could even host a Zoom meeting or a clubhouse, actually, if you have iPhone or excuse me, have a, yeah, have an iPhone, but you could host a conversation about a thing and meet people that way as well. You don't have to lead the conversation. Don't force it. People are distracted and have a lot of stuff going on right now. Just go with the flow and don't take it personally if you're not besties overnight. Also, that's not really a reasonable expectation. So just go with the flow, meet people. If you hear from from them again, great. If you feel like contacting them again, great. If not, no worries. Like don't make it stressful on you or them to create this long lasting connection. This one is a huge one. Join closed groups on social media when invited. I actually belong to two very different closed private groups online, and they've proven to be incredibly lucrative for my business. I've also gotten a front row kind of insight into how high earning online entrepreneurs do the thing. Like what are the tasks and areas of focus that they prioritize in order to grow their businesses. So that's the other reason why I've been able to also make more money is I've just kind of learned where to prioritize my energy. If you don't have a social media profile on that specific app, it may be worthwhile joining only for the group and ignoring the rest of the app. So I will say that I have, that these groups exist on Facebook, but I don't really use Facebook that much anymore. Like I post a few things, but I don't even use it for my business that much. And so that's just something to consider. So I'm really on there for the groups and that's about it. Remember the small things the names of people's pets, if you've met their pets, random projects that they've mentioned, trips that they've gone on, and ask them about it with genuine interest. This is the art of small talk. No, you don't have to be like weird about it, but when you first have a a conversation, like, how are you doing? How was that trip? How, I heard, you know, you shared that your dog had a splinter or the cone of shame on them. Is the cone off? Like people appreciate you paying attention to what they're saying. Bring stuff up. The soft skills matter. I'm gonna be honest, I have really noticed that people's soft skills can make or break everything. And in case you're wondering what are soft skills, I've seen them defined in a a number of different ways, but they're just the unspoken skills that help you work well with others. But the tricky thing about soft skills is that people don't talk about them enough and supervisors actually don't have the time or use the language needed to share the soft skills expectations at work. And if you're an entrepreneur, if you haven't had that training in your job, it'll be very difficult to develop those skills as an entrepreneur because you'll be under pressure. So I'm bringing up soft skills in particular because I do think that people are struggling with them. So these skills may be, but aren't limited to the following. The ability to listen. Email skills, such as answering the question posed in the initial email. Punctuation understanding tone. I'm actually very formal in my email exchanges, especially 
in the beginning with new people. And the reason why is if you are new to me and I am new to you, it's a little presumptuous to be casual. I am from a very casual state, actually. So I am very careful to be mindful of how I'm engaging with people, especially if they're going to pay me money. If, I, if you're going to pay me money, I need you to understand that I respect that you are a professional and I'm a professional and we're about to engage in a professional exchange of some sort, which involves a service or a good and then you're giving me money. So I don't want you to think that I don't take that seriously. In fact, with that lucrative client I just mentioned, I started emailing them very formally and then the client was like, hey, you can call me such, such and such. And then I had the, the permission to kind of ease off, which I felt was appropriate. And now we're, we're all good. Timelines. Do you respect other people's time? Critical thinking. This is important, especially if you're working with a team or on team-focused work. But I've got to tell you, a lot of people are terrible at critical thinking skills. Problem solving. Emotional awareness. How do you manage your anger? I actually had a situation in the past week with the troll who I like literally they went insane over nothing. And and I've I, like it's hilarious to me because someone uh, may scrub their social media accounts in the future and they're going to lose out on a lucrative collaboration based on the interaction that we had because they lost their mind over nothing. So if you cannot manage your anger, that's a big red, red flag in terms of soft skills. Communication skills, like how good are you at speaking to others and having conversations? Empathy or lack thereof, how do you manage conflict? And are you good at active listening, which is very difficult to do, <laughs> active li listening. The past year has given me a lot of insight into people's soft skills, and I've been taking notes. In fact, there are some guys that I followed on social media who I initially found really attractive until watching them whine about the mask mandates for the past year. Huge turnoff. There are politicians who I've discovered are good people, but they struggle with their soft skills. I'm actually looking forward to the day when my governor, my state's governor, can just focus on what he loves doing, which is making money. He's really good at it. But managing the COVID response means he's had to do a lot of the soft skills work, like being empathetic, which he is, but he's a, I think he's kind of like a robot kind of human being. And so he's having to be out there in a way that's not natural to him. Sometimes it's really painful to watch, even though I actually am very pleased with the job that he's done managing the crisis within my state. I am excited for him to not have to delve into this space that is not a natural place for him to exist in. I just want him to make money. That's all I want. Governor Polis did a good job. We need you to just, we need to get out of COVID so you can just be yourself. <laughs> if you're not sure about your soft skills, just pay attention to the feedback that you're getting from other people. It's likely that the areas that you're struggling in are the areas that you're getting a lot of feedback on. Becoming self-aware is the key to understanding your soft skills strengths and weaknesses. We all have them, including myself. 
by the way, even though I'm an extrovert, I am an only child extrovert. There are just moments when I hit my limit with people and I'm out. I'm like, I got to go. Bye. Deuces. See you later. So what I want you to be aware of is how can you show up 100% and recognize when your energy depletes and you need to go so that you always show up 100% and you're respectful to yourself and to others. As we make our way out of COVID, please remember we're all a little bit weird and that's okay. And just each day is an opportunity to be a little bit better and to be a little more present and just your soft skills and your, your people skills will make or break your professional or entrepreneurial lives. Because if you're too weird to deal with, or if you, if these problems keep coming up over and over again, it's going to be very difficult for people to work with you. Let me know what you think about the episode. Don't forget to grab the do it ugly toolkit. And I hope you're having a beautiful and blessed day. Take care. Bye. Thank you.